Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. As an attorney, I remember being surprised by a few legal concepts along the way. Civil asset forfeiture was one of them, but the other one was home equity theft. Now, I've got a good friend named Brian Parker. I've mentioned him before. He specializes in how to uh, deal with debt collectors and so on. He's got a great channel on YouTube called Law and Lawyering Unplugged. Uh, I highly recommend you check it out. I'll put a link to his channel in the description below my video here. And I remember him calling me. He called me um, 20 years ago, probably, and said, Steve, have you ever heard of home equity theft? And I remember at the time going, uh, how would you steal home equity? And he goes, well, here's what happens. He goes, people own a piece of property. And for whatever reason, they forget or fail to make the tax payments on it. So the county forecloses on the property in a tax foreclosure sale. And the property sells for more than the money they're owed, tax-wise, but the county keeps all of it. He goes, so there have been examples before where there's a vacant piece of property, for instance, that's got like $75 in unpaid taxes on it, and the county sells it for $75,000 and keeps all the money. And I go, well, that, that can't be right. And he goes, no, it turns out that's legal in Michigan. And at the time, it was. And it was legal in a lot of states. And I'm like, What? <laughs> Why wouldn't they just pay themselves the amount they're owed and give the rest of the money back? And he goes, well, you'd think that's what happens because that's what happens, for instance, with a repossessed car. If, uh, if uh, you take out a loan in a car and you make all the payments but the last one, they can repossess it, sell it, pay themselves that last payment plus the cost of the auction and so on. And if there's a surplus, they return that to you because that's your money. That's your equity. He goes, but the law at the time didn't require the county to return the surplus to the previous owner, and they would just keep the money. And so people were filing lawsuits going, this is just wrong. And the state of Michigan finally did away with it. But there are states out there that still have, technically speaking, on the books, legal home equity theft. So I got an email yesterday from John Sweeney at the Pacific Legal Foundation. And uh, Pacific Legal does a lot of great work just like the Institute for Justice. And home equity theft is one of the things that they've been working on. So the email I got, subject line, South Dakota bans home equity theft following a Supreme Court case last term. The email says, Steve, today the governor signed into law House Bill 1090, which ends home equity theft in South Dakota by requiring tax foreclosed properties to be auctioned within one year of the foreclosure and the proceeds returned to the original owner. Uh, if you'd like to speak with one of our attorneys about this law, please let me know. Best John, and I might contact him about this. But there's a little press release here. Out of Pierre, South Dakota. And I believe that's how they pronounce it. Not Pierre, but Pierre. I could be wrong, but I think that's correct. South Dakota bans home equity theft. And it says, Today the governor signed into law House Bill 1090, which ends home equity theft in South Dakota, by requiring tax foreclosed properties to be auctioned within one year of the foreclosure and the proceeds returned to the original owner. The bill was sponsored by a representative and a senator, and it's the first of its kind to be introduced and passed since the Supreme Court unanimously ruled in Tyler versus Henneman County that home equity theft is unconstitutional. So I talked about Tyler versus Henneman County a little while back when that case happened, and it was an interesting question. If the Supreme Court says it's wrong, and it's clearly wrong in the case, Tyler versus Hennepin County. The question is, will all the other states immediately fall in line? 
or will they try to somehow claim their state's doing it differently? And that's always a problem because if you look at any Supreme Court case, for the most part, it's one person against another person or it's an entity against another entity. The question is, Tyler versus Hennepin County is a case out of Minnesota involving one particular foreclosure. And so could other states claim that their systems are different? But uh, Jim Manley, state legal policy deputy director at Pacific Legal Foundation, says home equity theft is not only unconstitutional, it is patently unjust. We are thrilled that South Dakota has taken the necessary steps to protect homeowners' property rights. Other states should follow South Dakota's lead and amend their laws to comply with the Supreme Court's decision in Tyler. States that refuse to do so could potentially face huge liability in future litigation. And this is one of those things I've had people ask me, they go, Steve, if the Supreme Court rules on something, states have no right to go ahead and just do things that are contrary to that. Well, they will try by saying they're doing it a little bit differently. And that's why you have cases from the 1970s where people thought, well, that settles it. And for the next 20 years, you've got states passing laws trying to work around whatever it is the Supreme Court said. So as Chief Justice Roberts wrote in his unanimous opinion in Tyler, the taxpayer must render unto Caesar what is Caesar's, but no more. Yet today, 18 states plus D.C. continue to have home equity theft on their books. Now that is meaning that they have not outlawed it there. The question is, are they still doing it? We don't know. Okay, and so they might be waiting to see, or they might continue, we don't know. And the point is that if they continue to do it, that will force people to file lawsuits and ha- ask judges to throw out the actions by saying, this has already been ruled on by our Supreme Court in Tyler versus Hennepin County. Fortunately, Pacific Legal Foundation is advising policymakers in several states on how to protect homeowners and has published policy guidelines and model legislation so that states can end home equity theft once and for all. And by the way, the Pacific Legal Foundation is a national nonprofit legal organization that defends Americans threatened by governmental overreach and abuse. Founded in 1973, they challenge the government when it violates individual liberty and constitutional rights. With active cases in 34 states plus D.C., Pacific represents clients in state and federal courts with 17 wins of the 19 they brought before the U.S. Supreme Court. So they're doing quite well. That's an amazing batting average especially in the Supreme Court. But again, keep in mind that the Supreme Court has ruled that, generally speaking, home equity theft is wrong. Other states could just simply stop doing it and just say, well, you know, we've got some old laws on the books, whatever. There's tons of old laws on the books. But old laws on the books are dangerous because someone can always go back and go, wait a second, the Supreme Court said this, And our old law actually says this, and they're just different enough to where we can do this and litigate it. And then you find yourself in a situation where let's suppose that you're the person whose home equity was stolen, and you go, you can't do that, Tyler versus Hennepin. And they go, well, we just did. Oh, You got to go find an attorney, pay an attorney, and file an action. Now, your attorney might get to waltz into court and just go, uh, Your Honor, the county here is acting unlawfully because of Tyler versus Hennepin. Not quite sure why they think they can do that. 
But you might get a judge who's going to go, gee, why'd you guys do it? And they're going to say, well, if you look at the exact wording of Tyler versus Hennepin, you know, they said this, that, and the other thing. And meanwhile, our law says this, that, and the other, other thing. And the other, other thing is different than the other thing. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to apologize right now on behalf of the legal community. Because one of the things that bothers people about attorneys is that it appears that attorneys can just conjure up arguments out of thin air. And you look at it and go, what? And I will admit, I, in, in my 32 years of practice, I've been in court before and seen somebody making an argument where I actually, in my mind, thought, like, I, I can't even follow that the point where I can understand why they're making the argument. But they're, you know, it's like sleight of hand. They're, they're hoping that a judge is going to go, I don't know, law's still on the books. You know, if they didn't want the law on the books, they'd take it off the books. You know, so the other states really should, just as a housekeeping matter, repeal the laws that are on the books or sign the new one that just ends it. Okay, so there you go. But John Sweeney sent this to me from the Pacific Legal Foundation. Thank you very much, my friend. Keep me in, you know, in, included in all of your uh, updates on these important matters because home equity theft is a crazy thing. And our Supreme Court appears, appears to have ended it, appears to have ended it. And yet it still remains on the books in 18 states plus the District of Columbia. But South Dakota has done the right thing. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. Honey, tact is for people who aren't witty enough to be sarcastic.